Welcome to Spirit School. My name is Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. I am the host of your Spirit School, where I will share all the lessons and learnings that I have uncovered through my intuitive development and mediumship development journey. I am a professional psychic and medium and intuitive teacher and mentor, and I look forward to walking alongside you on this journey. Hello and welcome to Spirit School. This is Danielle Sarank, also known as the Squamish Medium, here with a teaching for the day. So today I really wanted to talk around how do you know if your intuition is correct? I know we all have experiences where we have a thought, we have a dream, we say something and then it becomes true. It The prophecy becomes true. And you're like, whoa, is that a fluke? Is that... Uh, you know, by chance, or am I actually really intuitive? And for a lot of us, that's exactly how our intuitive journeys work. And so I really wanted to bring you five tips today on how you can start tracking your intuition and your intuitive hits. So you can kind of learn a little bit more how to understand how your intuitive soul speaks to you and how spirit speaks to you. So the number one tip I will use, the number one tip or trick that you can use to test your intuition and to strengthen it is around keeping a validation journal. So early on in my development process, I kept a validation journal and I was way too scared as a A-type perfection Virgo to go out and be courageous enough to test my intuition on other people. So I would sit in meditation and work with my guides because I've always had a very confident relationship in my relationship with my guides. And I would ask them to show me something or allow me to feel something that could be valid validated the next day. And no item was too insignificant to jot down. I would write everything. And as an example to this is one time I asked again my guide Skylar, can you show me something that can be validated? And I wrote down a list of five or six things and I would always go back and I would check and X if things came to fruition or not. And one of the things I wrote down was, and this is exact, vintage mauve car. I was like, that's really interesting because I don't think of the color mauve very much, but I went on with my night and when I woke up the next morning and on the front page of the newspaper and what was on the news was that a vintage 1950s mauve car drove through the front of a convenience store by accident. And to me, that might not sound incredibly groundbreaking, but I was like pretty much on my knees crying because I was like, holy crap, I can't believe that that's what I saw and that's exactly what happened. Um, so again, that was really early on in my journey and it just goes to show that nothing too insignificant can make that list. You need to put everything down and go back and, and do that extra step because a lot of people will do the first step and then completely omit the second. So go back through your validation journals, go back pages, weeks, and even months to see if something has come to fruition that you um, saw or sensed before. So number two is around oracle cards and oracle cards for yourself or others. And this is if you're willing to be vulnerable enough to ask somebody to sit for you for the purpose of practicing um, to use oracle cards on them. And I'm using oracle and not tarot because I'm not a tarot card user. I do have the Rider Waite deck. I've never fully understood it. And I think that um, it's always intimidated me. So I've always seemed to gravitate towards oracle cards. Um, I have many decks, so I won't even tell you which one angel deck, oracle deck, tarot, whatever you choose to use. But 
feel into the card, feel into the message that it might hold through the numbers that appears, through any kind of information that's on the card. Do colors pop out? Does a figure pop out? And give that message to yourself or message to your sitter and then get validation for yourself if that card is able to tell you something that's about to come up whether that's an emotion or a feeling um, or a situation as if you were about to read it to somebody else that's how you should interpret this card if it's for yourself but again we tend to slack when it's ourselves a little bit and not do as good of a job as if we were to ask a friend to sit for us so if you do it for your friend, again, look at the card, feel into it, what what thoughts come to your mind, what visions come in your third eye, and just be completely vulnerable and just know that the way that we receive information as intuitives and as mediums and psychics is very subtle, very subtle. So no information is too insignificant and just say everything you get, how you get it. Um, try not to make it into a nice and tidy story because that's not always how information comes to us. So um, that's number two is Oracle cards. Um, try reading for yourself or friends and again, track those validations and those hits. Number three, join a development class. I'm sure, I'm sure that there's a lot of communities out there that have mediums and psychics alike that have studios that host intuitive development classes. I know I host them. I've been doing it for years. I have a beginner's um, intuitive development course as well as an advanced for people who are want to work more specifically on um, different areas of their intuition or psychic development or want to provide readings for the public. So I have those two, but tons of people, you will find somebody in your community that will, will do that work. Trust me. And joining a class is great because you're learning alongside peers and it creates a really safe space um, to practice practice your intuition not only to learn more about how intuit intuition speaks to us um, generally and then as you go deeper you'll understand how it communicates with you specifically but it's definitely a great way to meet like-minded people and to practice practice in a really safe space with the mentorship of a lovely teacher. One thing I do recommend though, if you do join a class is try to work with the uh, medium or intuitive teacher at some point or level, like whether you had a reading by them or have a, what I do is compatibility calls. Um, typically the people who I take on in students are people who have had readings by me and that's just the way that I prefer to um, host my classes. Number four, this is kind of like number two, but practice on friends. And you don't need to use oracle cards here. Just sit with your friend and let them know what you're doing, first of all, okay? That's very important. Say, you know, I'm really trying to build up my intuition. I'm trying to practice it. And to do that, I, I'm hoping that you would sit for me. Um, and it's very vulnerable for me to be here right now in this space and place, but I am really interested in this. So if you would sit with me and allow me to pass along any inspirations I get through my intuition, and then if you could give me honest feedback um, on if you understand it or not. And it's very very key to get honest feedback okay because you of course as developing intuitives we really want to be right all the time we want to be bang on but that's not how we learn and grow if somebody keeps telling us that we're great and that we're hitting it on the head a hundred times we're never going to stretch ourselves and when it comes time to even trade um, intuitive readings for money 
uh, you will have a wake-up call. So you really want to make sure that you will find a friend and a sitter who will be graciously and kindly honest with you. And that is exactly um, how you grow and learn in that way. So find a friend. The fifth way is find a mentor. Maybe you're an introvert. Maybe the thought of sitting in a class amongst peers is so intimidating that you won't actually get the full experience out of it. And that could be the case for a lot of people. Look for a mentor that offers intuitive development. I do. Almost every medium I know ends up teaching what they know to people because one of the things that, uh, you know, as we develop as mediums is it's just bursting out of us. We just want to share every experience and everything that we learn with other people. So you will find a medium who will also be a mentor. And mediums make great intuitive mentors because when you learn the connection of mediumship, it's such a deep connection that you know you have to be intuitive to be a medium, but you don't necessarily have to be intuitive to be a medium, if that makes sense. A lot of people might not be interested in mediumship, but mediums know that intuitive development pathway and that deep-rooted connection with soul and spirit, whether it's your own soul or the spirit who have gone home before for us. So if you could find a mentor that offers mentorship sessions uh, one-on-one through Skype or Zoom or in person, that would also be a great way to safely practice and stretch yourself as far as developing your intuition. So those are the five ways, again, validation journal, oracle cards, using an oracle card deck or tarot deck or angel card deck for yourself or friends, but I highly encourage you to stretch yourself and go for the friend route. Join a class, an intuitive development class. Practice on friends, and again, this would be without the aid of um, an intuitive channel like cards or pendulum or, or whatever scrying instruments that you would use just use your intuition just sit there in front of them and um, find a mentor like me or like uh, any medium that you admire on different podcasts or on YouTube or that you've seen on TV I've looked into John Edwards mediumship so many times but honestly I think he charges 850 for a 30 minute reading I don't think I could afford it but I will try to manifest it as best I can But what it really comes down to with intuitive development is that practice is really, in my opinion, the real basis of developing that intuitive strength. Of course, you you gotta eat clean and you know live your best and happiest life to be able to really trust and connect to that intuitive soul language level. But practice and understanding um, how spirit communicates with you specifically and how you listen to your own soul um, is so empowering and it's so life-changing because once you trust your intuition, you just start to make better decisions for your lives and you start to listen to that intuition and you start to take more chances and sometimes these chances can lead us to greater joy in our lives so I can't speak highly enough about just general intuitive development I know in my two intuitive development classes we work on a few things like the chakra system and reading auras and the meanings of colors and working with symbols and working with our references and of course, tons of space to um, practice um, the philosophies that come through that day. So they are a ton of fun and a ton of way, uh, good ways to connect with people who are share the same interests as you. Um, and then just be yourself and know that one thing, 
One thing that I say um, to my students, sometimes you don't know what's right until you get it wrong. And I really mean that. And as an example, I don't want you to get bummed out if all of a sudden you're getting a whole bunch of no's because you won't know what a yes feels like until you know what a no feels like. Um, here's an example is for the first probably two years of my development, every time I would get the vision or the essence of a motorcycle, I would say, oh, um, he must have owned a motorcycle or he must have died on a motorcycle. And 10 out of 10 times I would get a no. And I'm like, why the heck do I keep getting a motorcycle? And through that practice and through that safe space and that low pressure to just test it out, it soon came to my clarity that every time I saw a motorcycle, it was in fact a car accident. Does that make sense? No. But through that trial and error process, through getting 10 no's, I finally went a little bit deeper in that symbology. Okay, how do I feel? What do I hear? What do I smell? What else do I see beyond that one 2D image? And I was able to get to a car accident. So now when I see a motorcycle, for some reason, I just know that that's a car accident and I trust it every time. But it took me a lot of no's to get to that yes. And that, my friends, is the reason why intuitive development classes, working with a mentor and testing it out um, is beneficial. So it takes a lot of vulnerability. It takes a lot of courage and it's a lot of fun. So that's it for this episode of Spirit School. I hope you enjoyed the lesson and please leave a rating and a comment um, if you feel called to and share this episode with your friends. Have a good one.